Yes. Yes. The same way Roman Reigns would say, acknowledge me. Dean and Gio on No Cell Podcast demand you acknowledge us wherever you happen to be listening. The way you do that is you like, you share, and you subscribe this to all y'all the fellow wrestling fans. Because we happen to be some good old wrestling fans, and WWE has done a great mixture of soap opera and wrestling that we are going to cover for you today. As stated earlier and within the intro, I am Dean. That over there is Choke Em Out Geo. Geo. Yes, sir. What do you, how have you, you know, before we get into the wrestling, how have you been this week, bud? How's everything good. going? Did real? I'm doing good, man. I went to New York. Okay. You know, from last, last week, I came uh -huh. back. Just trying to get my life back in order. School is whipping my ass. Mm. Literally, it's funny how wrestling now is almost... It's so enjoyable, but it's like a job now too. It's like okay, so I studied, but I got I got to get to my real job, and I got I got to watch. These now you got to study this yeah, fucking study everything wrestling soap opera yeah. shit, which in some cases is great, in some cases like what the fuck. I miss the days on? being a fan without being being a critic. Now well, you pull the curtain back, it's like ah. It hurts. Well, to be honest, with you, it's it's hard not to be a critic of some of this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then you remember why you're a fan, like what they did on Raw and especially SmackDown this week. I'm like, shut up, take my money. I'll buy Extreme Rules. Smack. Well, I, we don't got to buy it because motherfuckers got the Peacock. So get that oh, not out. Me. My bad. Hey, oh, you, know, you don't got the Peacock, bro? I got. You don't ESPN got the cock? Plus, I got the Zone. I, I got too much. Yo, I got you. I got you. Well, you know what it is. Good too, much cock is. too much so. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> too much. I hear you. Um, if I said that all on air, I don't think fucking some people would agree with me in my household. Hey. But uh, <laughs> but um, the good thing I like about Peacock is that. Is that it does give you a lot of other things besides WWE, a lot of other sitcoms, things like that. So I yeah, what does it give? Like, I'm the type that I get something after that seven day subscription is done. I make sure I get it's a lot phone. of it's a lot of NBC Universal shit. So like the Law and Order shit, I get to catch up on. I'm gonna get to catch up on like you know these weird like you know fucking sitcoms. Like you get the Rock shit, I get the fucking um you mean the Young Rock shit, I get the fucking SNL if I decide to. You do get the news and shit. You do get different kind of movies. It's a whole fucking thing. And then I also get live television as well. First of all, we all know you could watch Law and Order, SVU, whatever the case is on reruns. You will never watch the same episode twice in one year. Nah, but then motherfuckers got the new SVU shit. The shit, I mean, not the new SVU shit, the shit with fucking, they brought Stabler back. He's in charge of oh. fucking organized crimes. Yeah, my nigga. Shit is lit. Oh, you gotta man. check it out. Mm. But um, you know what I mean? Listen, listen, listen. We'll talk off air, see what subscriptions you got. I'll slide <laughs> you over one of mine. Hey. You know what I'm saying? You slide me over no. something. You, you, you see what I'm saying? We, we can, yeah, we, we can do this together. You. I'll I slide my, you over I think, something. I think my Netflix is is capped out I got, right now. It's like six I got Netflix. Us. I got hey, Netflix. ESPN, ESPN Plus, I got you. We're going to talk off air. I'm going to slide you this. I'm going to slide you. I'm going to slide you my, hey, my logo. All right. Let's do it. So we got this. So uh, <laughs> now let's Yo, get into be shut down. They're like, oh, word this is how you doing it. Ah, listen, any motherfuckers <laughs> hear this, but don't hear the rest of the message. They can suck my dick and die slow. So 
All right, let's 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 get into let's get into the good old WWE wrestling, or as Vince McMahon says, sports entertainment, bud. They came out the gate hot, baby. They oh, came they out did. the gate. First of all, all right, can I tell you something? Yes. The pairing of Randy Orton and fucking Riddle is astounding. And Riddle as the wrestler, the performer, because obviously the dude, like the Matt Riddle we see on there is obviously him turned up to a thousand. He's not yeah. like this all the time. He's, he's really, you know what I'm saying? He's playing up certain shit. Dude is a beast. Dude His really knows what he's skills doing. skills now. The way he just rambles, hey Randy, like do you and like cars? And then like, and then, and the crazy part is, it when he does that, it's almost like you say he's being himself to a thousand. It works, and I can see Randy trying not to laugh because it's so oh yeah, you see him authentic, yeah, and it works because he's like. Randy will be like, oh, he shows that he likes RK, bro. He's a part of it, right? And right. then once when Riddle speaks, it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, never mind. Reality's here again. I got to deal with this annoying kid. It's like when people say, you know what? I'm ready to have a baby. My wife is like, hey, do you want to have kids? I'm like, that would be nice. And then we see one of them throw up. I'm like, nah, bro, I don't want that kid. Let me Let me tell you something. The good old Jim Cornette, he says this about Walter. He goes, Walter, you never see Walter doing things that Walter shouldn't do. Yep. And I'm going to say this about Matt Riddle. You never see Matt Riddle doing things that Matt Riddle shouldn't do. Or Riddle, excuse me. And everything Riddle does is literally to perfection because he's a – it's great that he has an MMA background that you know legitimately he could fuck up most people. Like, like real, real rap. Even Randy Orton in a legit fight, Randy's getting his ass kicked. Mm -hmm. But it's – the fact that he's so chill and low key, it's that's real life. Like I've, I don't pro proclaim myself to be a fighter. I just happen to be able to decently handle myself in certain situations. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I Every agree. man should be able to know their limitations, and that's why I'm a firm believer in the Second Amendment. Because if that don't work, I got something to equalize it. But everyone who's in that community or understands fighting, they know dudes who were just super chill super like relaxed like yeah these are the people that you would have no idea like i got a, i got a buddy named like you know my, my big brother my fraternity gary g is one of the chillest people ever like he'll talk shit with you whatever whatever but you would have no idea that this like five foot eight like i don't know now he gained a little bit of weight so he's like probably back to in 220 220 yeah. like you know 220 range you got no idea that he would choke you the fuck out while swip while whispering sweet nothing's in your ear oh yeah you see what i'm saying but there's so many people my co-host is one of them he's all happy and jolly if you follow his instagram you're like oh he seems like a nice guy yeah he'll <laughs> kill you he'll kill you with his bare hands and then say he should have fucking trained that's literally what he'll say and matt riddle is the same exact person so he's so it's so relatable so that you I'm able to allow him to do certain things because not for nothing, when you got trained killers, trained killers can do certain things that regular mortals can't because they're a trained fucking killer. You see what I'm saying? And what makes it awesome is that I don't know how you feel about it, but when I watch RK Bro, I have this feeling of, okay, you know when things are going too good like in your life and you're like, hmm, how come the universe hasn't fucked me yet? Right. I'm I'm like, hmm, it's going too good with RK, bro. When is Randy Orton going to RKO him? And then this is over. 
you always question. have that sense of danger always around that tag team. I have a question, and I'm just going to yeah. throw this out here before we get okay. anything deep, right? It would be stupid of them to make Matt Riddle a heel. But what if Matt Riddle, because he learned, I learned under you, Randy. Oh, yeah, he plays. Because for the longest, Randy has been the, dude, he fucked up uh, Beth, uh, Beth Phoenix, Edge. He does real heel stuff. And then the heel gets, gets everything back on him from the one person you least expect it from. What what happens? That would be an interesting take, but we're not there yet. So let's let's uh, so yeah, let's yeah, let's let's right. Um, that's into right. <laughs> so you got Randy and them out there, and then MVP and the human god known as Bobby Lashley. I know what everybody's saying is like, oh my god, Brock Lesnar came back and he ate Brock Lesnar. He is the alpha male of our species. I'll be honest with you. In a fight, I'm putting my money on Bobby. If it got down to it, I put my money on Bobby. I know Brock Lesnar is a dangerous guy, but so was fucking Bobby last year. Here's something that people don't that people forget. Brock Lesnar's good in the fighting game. That's cool. Bobby Lashley, special forces. He's trained to kill. You said it last time. I still have not seen one scratch of evidence of him being special forces. I know he was in the military. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, excuse me. So, all right, we'll take out special forces part. Still military trained. Yeah. He still knows the theory and has been trained to kill people. So I'm going to put it all out there. I understand that in the, it, you know, he did the Bellator. He didn't do the typical UFC. I get that. And I get that, you know, he may not be as big of a star as Brock. But I'm talking about Amano. Amano, that's a dangerous man who's, who could be as more dangerous than Brock. That's what I'm trying to state. So oh, I agree. So we have MVP and the God walking in form of Bobby Lashley. That's what I'm going to say. I get you motherfuckers want to love your Aryan hero, Brock Lesnar. But my black ass <laughs> and my partner Spanish ass, we're going to fucking represent out here. So we're going to fuck with the black God as Bobby and his black and potentially half Latino with some regard fucking uh, manager goddamn MVP. They come out here rightfully so. Interrupt them. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, eventually we at Extreme Rules, we're going to end up getting Bobby and um and Randy. Yeah, but but before all that, we have to remember our new Lord and Savior came out first, Damian Priest, and gave mm. that open challenge for the United <sighs> States Champion. Dude, that Raw had so much good shit. Wait, was that this episode? Yeah. And then, and then they had the yeah, the tag team turmoil after. Nah, I thought tag team turmoil started it, baby. No, I'm pretty sure beginning. tag team turmoil started this the bad boy segment. out. No, opening segment was Damian Priest. I swear for Jesus, when my black ass turned on this screen and watched the Hulu machine, I swear for Jesus, the Hulu machine started out with RK Bro. Dude. And dude. even if you go on the PW torture shit like that. Because remember, fucking, um, you, you may be thinking about last week. What the fuck? Yo, my shit's all messed up. I typed You're in thinking... Bleacher Report, and Bleacher Report just definitely did me dirty. Nah, bro. You got it. Oh, you... yeah. Oh, nah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yep, Looking at your... I am all messed up. You see what I'm saying? Yep, I am 
I dude, I clicked on Bleach Bro. I clicked on the September seventh episode. That shit took me to August thirtieth. Yeah, son. Nah, 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 nah. Damn, nah, nah. And it's I September September sixth episode. Yep. It's uh, bro. So, all nah, right, so, boom. Never mind. We back now on. We here. I had the wrong. Fuck. I was like, wait. This seems. I'm like this. Is like deja vu for a sec. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, when you were saying that, I was like, ah. No, you know what threw me off? Because remember, MVP came out speaking Spanish and all that. Yes. He said, as we say in Miami, God de la boca. Wait, did he say that? God de la boca? Is that what he said? As the Miami people say, God de la boca, estupido. Mm -hmm. Basically, shut your mouth up, stupid. Yeah, I fucking, um, I love the fact that he speaks Spanish. Yep. Um. Or he doesn't. You don't know doesn't his ethnicity. Fucking... We're just like. Hey, no, I did. You know he's black, and he but he always did like black and Spanish, or yeah. even like a dark skinned Dominican or Puerto Rican. Either way, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Or dark skinned Cuban. Um, to me, he's fucking chocolate. Yeah. So you come out. The New Day and the Viking Raiders have a great fucking match. Let me tell you something right now. I need WWE to get serious with the Viking Raiders. What I mean by yeah. that is. Well, explain Stop. the tag team turmoil, what they're doing for it. Okay, so you have the tag yeah. team turmoil. Now, whoever wins the tag team turmoil match is going to have a match, a, a championship match against RK Bro, right? Yep. So now you got the New Day in there. Um, You also have the Viking Raiders. You have Jinder Mahal and Veer. You have Lucha House Party. Um, You also have Mason T-Bar. That's mm -hmm. another group that they're fucking up. Um, and you also have Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Um, those are the, those are people in there. And then also, too, you have Styles and Omos, as well as MVP and Bobby Lashley, ended up getting pulled in there late into the game. Let me tell you this. One, the Viking Raiders could be a legit team if you presented them half, like, present them how they should be. And that's legitimate threats. Yep. You have um, Ivar and uh, what's the other one's name? Oh, I don't know. It's Whatever. funny. I just know that. But I know to be honest with you, yeah. the other one is the one that I like the most. The big one? Yeah. The one that. Ivar and I'm looking Who's up. the one that you took the picture with? And either way, Eric, 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 and Ivar, Eric and Ivar, and Eric. Yes. Wait, no, Ivar, Ivar, Ivar is the one that we like. Ivar is the big dude. Eric is the smaller one. Now listen, they're both dope in their own way. They, but Ivar is that nigga. Like, yeah. no, like Ivar is that motherfucker. Like that's yeah. a that's a. This is a team that you could. First of all, here's the issue: WWE does not take their tag team division seriously. If you no. took the tag team division the way you should. These motherfuckers would be on the level as your fucking main guys. Like, I don't understand why you don't have these guys as main event guys. The tag team division is actually dope if you let them go. Let me tell you something. Besides the Viking Raiders, you know who I ended up liking in this match? Who? Even though I hate, last week I talked about not liking the fucking the, yep. the goddamn 1980s tribal shit. Yeah. Veer? Yeah, they're good. Veer is no, 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 no. Not they're good. Veer? Veer's got something. The Veer's got one. that it. Yeah. No, not the big one. The big one sucks. The big one is terrible. No one gives a fuck about the big one. The only reason the big one's there is because he is the big one. But no, I'm not talking why... about the real tall dude. I'm not. I'm talking about the two. Oh, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say because other big dude, he sucks. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the okay. Then Veer, the the, the one who's guy. got the face paint. Yes, him. That's, he's the big one. Yes, out of, out of him. Well, no. Well, yeah. the real big one is the one on the outside. You know. The, yeah, he's the, tall, the but he, he's slim thick. He don't count. Yeah, he sucks. 
He got Dominic Mysterio arms. I don't fuck with him. Veer. Veer is that guy. And if Vince McMahon follows his own philosophy, it's smart to keep Veer with gender, but you have to, if they're not in the back, if somebody's not in the back, like, yo, yep. we got to make sure we get that guy on the track. Veer's got it. Because with because let me tell you something. Raw was on, but I didn't watch every match equally. But when I saw, for some reason, I was like, this nigga Veer looks kind of interesting. And then I'm watching him. I'm like, Veer is nasty and mean. Oh, yeah. Huh. Veer's got something. You got it. You're going to have to put some stock in Veer. Um, that's and all I'm th- trying to state. The thing is with it, too, was that the prop, they were, they didn't show enough of them moving. And I feel like something like a tag team turmoil showed a lot of these tag team skills. Like we were talking about, like uh, WWE doesn't appreciate tag teams. The tag team turmoil showed off raw skills. What are the other the other dudes that they're pretty good? They got a weird like Millie Vanilli fucking vibe. They uh the white, the white ball dude, and then the the black dude that looks like he's from Millie Vanilli. I forget what they're right. called. They they could move too. They all did well, but the star out of that whole tag team is why they've been on top the whole time. The New Day. Oh, the yeah. New Day, it's just like, it's seamless what they could do. It doesn't matter how big their opponent is. They move so well, and they have literally solidified themselves as one of the top tag teams in that company. No, they are the top tag team. Whoa. And it's just, it, There's a lot. No, no, no what I... Yo, like, all these tag teams. The no, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about currently. I'm talking about currently. Oh, of course, yeah, but I'm saying... Currently, the they're the top... themselves. Oh no! They, they all all time. They're up there. They're legitimately yeah. up there. Those guys are dangerous. Um, and the amount of money that they draw. Like, think about it. They have a Netflix thing coming out with the Undertaker Ooh, for I'm interactive for movie. Yeah. Me too. Like, it's a the new day is money. That's why those guys. I guarantee you, when the cuts were happening, they were like, "Oh, we feel bad for people, but we're not worried." Yeah. There's too much money. In the, there's way too much money in the new day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I love the way that. Big E isn't a part of the New Day, but he still is a part of the New Day because the way the New Day is. I love it. It's smart. Keep it going, boys. But all right, so we're going to get into it. So effectively what ends up happening is that the fucking New Day literally are starting to beat the shit out of everybody. They beat the Viking Raiders. They beat Jinder Mahal and Veer. They beat Lucha House Party. Then they end up beating T-Bar and Mace, which are another two guys. I don't understand why WWE has done what they've done with those guys. Those are two guys who could they could be yeah. something if you did something behind them. First of all, um, the 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 guy who faced um Luke Harper I'm at one of up, those yeah. big ass matches, the class or something, whatever. Um, that dude's got it. T Bar, they got something, but you don't gotta have these guys as this weird extra terror team. Um, yeah. but they lost to the New Day. They ended up beating up the New Day, then they beat up Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Mustafa Ali and Mansoor, I I I like them as a tag team as well, but then we get an hour or two. Now you got Drew McIntyre versus fucking Sheamus. Um, I'll be honest with you. I Speed search. I've seen it too many times, bro. And you have to, if you want to keep Jinder Mahal, excuse me, um, Drew McIntyre relevant, you have to continue having him. He doesn't have to be in the main event picture to still be a main event guy and to yeah. feel like a main event guy. Yeah. Him, like, you got this whole thing with Sheamus and Damian still. Have Drew McIntyre have a beef with someone else. Because you shouldn't have inserted him in the whole shit with Bobby Lashley. It seems we like they only had like it seems like they for like mid card titles like the Intercontinental, 
the U.S. champion. They they rotate the same. It's almost like, okay, if you were a top guy, okay, now you're going lower. You're going to rotate back through for another few months and you come back up. It's like we need to see new faces. And listen, yes. McIntyre's kind of running thin with me. Not, not his fault at all. But it's like that John Cena effect where it's like, bro, we get it. You're the good guy. You're going to say what you think everyone wants to hear, and it's just getting boring, especially if you're constantly wrestling your best friend every fucking week and in times like ruining Seamus we were talking about like they need yes that push in the time in times like this it makes me realize what James E was talking about in the sense of you have to keep kayfabe to some form of of believability in the sense of when I watch Drew McIntyre and Seamus I know that these these two blokes are really good friends for the fact of the matter that WWE your own produced documentary shows how much Seamus and Drew McIntyre really are friends you know what I'm saying? Sheamus was there. Make sure you congratulate him after his match. Like, yo, good shit, whatever, whatever. So I know that these two really don't have beef. Like, I get what you're saying with blurring lines, but don't insult my intelligence blankly. Excuse me, blatantly. You could have waited a few months to have this kind of problems. With these you guys. you didn't even have to because here's what you could do. You knowing that they're really good friends. Sure. They could have played an angle like, you know what? Listen, with that, we're we're we're, we're brothers, but but guess what? We want to chase that title. We got to go through each other. It's almost like an MMA. If like two guys in the same team, it's like, listen, we try, we go into the best spot. It is what it is. I love you after the match type of shit. You know what I mean? And then if, then you can make the angle. If say McIntyre, then Sheamus gets up. Sheamus is a good heel, but then McIntyre after say he loses, he turns into a heel and does some shady shit after. Like, I don't think, I don't think you need to. Ooh, maybe fact Drew McIntyre's heel would be interesting. It would be because way, he's been such a baby. You wouldn't expect it, and it would be very fun. true. I would. I do prefer Drew. I, I I prefer my Drew McIntyre a heel. But um, now we speed searched it though. So now you know, yeah, Damon <laughs> Priest has this shit. Whatever, whatever speed search. So now you end up getting on the Rhea Ripley and the fucking Nikki Ash. They're talking about their super brutality. That's all nice. I'm That's waiting for her to change her outfit because I think, like we said, Rhea's going to change her into, you know, make her I outfit hope she, darker. I hope Add she a does. Head, a little. But little. Nikki and Rhea, uh, they won. They won mm-hmm. the match um, about 10 minutes uh, at Speed Search. So then you had Morrison and then you had Karrion Cross. I Speed Search this personally because I hate what they're doing with Karrion Cross and I hate what they're doing with John Morrison in preparation yep. for his beef with The Miz. It just bothered me. Yeah. It's trash. Hold on. Get, then, uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley. It sucked. Yeah. And then, uh, hour three, you had another speed. Like, okay. I watched it, but to be honest with you, this match didn't live up to what I thought it was. But for, first, I know we're going, but can we talk about something about tag teams real quick? Sure. How are you going to have the female, the women's tag team champions lose on air like that and just look like fucking scrubs? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like you're the tag team champions, but you're having them lose every other week and your title's not on the line. I know we speech, but like that's a big issue. How are you a champion losing a non-title champions losing non-title matches, but you're supposed to be the baddest bitches in that division because you have the tag titles, but you look like some fucking jobbers. Not to quote the good old James E. Cornette. Oh God, I was waiting for it. But to quote the good old James E. Cornette, 
lazy booking. Yeah. There you it, it, there's no other way to describe it. Um, to be honest with you, the fact that you didn't you're not protecting them in some way, shape, or form to make the championship relevant, to make it mean something. Yeah, it just speaks to what WWE feels as if tag teams are. Because if you notice, the women's championship on both brands is not treated as such. Neither is the men's championship on both brands. But what is treated as a joke on both brands happens to be their tag team division, no matter if it's for the men or if it's for the women. So honestly, not for nothing, we should clap it up. Kudos, WWE. Practicing true and honest equality. They don't give a fuck about tag team division if you're men or if you're women. (laughs) On either side. Fuck them. But But if you are the champion, we fuck with you and we'll protect you. Like we said all the time, WWE for the women's needs like an intercontinental championship because you're having all these top women. They're they're sitting and catering, waiting till their number gets fucking called up. But it's only for the WWE, the women's championship, the the women's world championship. Because you know why? That tag team championship, they're like, oh, okay. Wait, wait, who's the champion again? Name, what are the champions' names again? I don't even know their names. I just don't want them to. Well, the WWE women's tag team champions who go for both divisions are Natalia and Tamina. Now Natalia came, she was hurt, she came back. Tamina, like it's a they got the whole legacy thing. Um, I think I think Natalia getting hurt kind of fucked shit up, but I'm surprised that they're building their they're, they're trying to build their momentum back by fucking beating them like horse shit. Um, it's ridiculous. And like I said, you know, it is what it is. I speed search this whole John Morrison carrying yeah. cross shit. I hate carrying cross's outfit. I hate what they're doing with fucking Morrison, and he keeps trying but to drip shit. Carrying cross can talk. They had that whole thing in the beginning, like that little interview. Carrying sure. cross was funny. He showed like his craziness, like yeah, thank you for having me, but I want to end you. And he looks at him like, oh, like I'm like, oh shit, we got, we have, some, yeah, we knew, we knew but, that on NXT, but like. It's carrying over, but the in-ring outfit looking like uh, you know BDM. He's character. fucking. The whole thing is weird to me. I'm yeah. just, I'm just, and I just, I'm just mad that they're not doing right by John Morrison. Now you yeah. get into Charlotte and uh, and and Nia Jax. You know, uh, Nia was it, that was it was a, Nia Jax. Excuse me. It didn't it didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. They looked like they were more in sync. They're like, hey, let's not. They looked like they were more in. Uh, in cahoots this time they almost yes tried to, they tried to fake a shoot you which saw that? bothered which yeah. which that's why i said i gotta speed search this shit yeah. because you didn't give me what i wanted i thought we were going to get like obviously a little more cooperation but then maybe somebody would have been like bitch that was for last week but i didn't get none of that i got fake fake and fake speed search these hoes yeah, but Charlotte, she saw she went off script. I'm like, oh shit, is Vince gonna be okay with that? When she started doing this, you're a pussy, and started pointing to her vagina and shit like yeah, that. I was like, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, but I like and what then, Shayna Blazer, uh, uh, Baszler did. She's like, if and, my, if my, we, let's talk about that because remember, Nia did the same shit to Shayna before. Uh, I think like a week ago or two weeks ago. It's like, if my partner could beat you, I don't know. And then she caused Nia the match. Shayna is like she's playing that perfect role we talked about. Like she can be a star, but because she doesn't look, she should be a star. But because she doesn't look like, you know what I mean. She doesn't look like uh, uh, Becky Lynch and all these others. Vince is losing. Vince is losing his mind. Yep. If he doesn't see that, that should be that should be your next big heel. 
That's why Roman took so it took like 10 years to push Roman. Jesus but Christ, you fucking, you know what I mean? But now listen here, let's 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 keep rolling with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, they had Reggie versus Akira Tazawa, definitely on speed search. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Yo, um, but you saw though, did you read though? That someone saw a picture, they have Jeff Hardy tra- chasing the 24-7 belt. That's fucked up. How you can have Jeff Hardy part of that now? Hey, guess what, Jeff? When we have you figured in to main event shit, when we have you figured in to do big things, why don't you stop fucking shit up? And I'm not coming at nobody, but I'm saying if you want us to really do what we got to do, then fucking stop fucking shit up. And before anybody says, well, what about the Uso? Well, let me tell you this. The Uso has had infinitely less chances than fucking Jeff Hardy has on a national and if a you were, yeah, fucking state. I agree. The Usos never showed up to any kind of professional event. Actually fucked up. Remember he TNT? gets fucked up after. You mean TNA? TNT, with, uh, TNA, Sting? Yeah, 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 exactly. So my, my fact is, why wouldn't I have you chasing the 24-7 championship? You know what? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. When, when, you, when your contract is up, if you want to go with your brother Matt and be a joke over there in AEW and do a whole bunch of fucking horse shit and playing fucking jerk around, circle jerk with you and your fucking friends being a whole bunch Ooh, of assholes, you go ahead and do that. Boys. Exactly, it'll be perfect. And watch the Hardly Boys beat the Hardy Boys. It's a fucking joke. But wait, fuck them and Jeff. I was stop being a dickhead. You wouldn't have your issues. I was wrong. You're right. I was I like, said. damn, they're doing that to Jeff. But I forgot about all that. But can we also talk about what Jeff though is like? My man's forty something years old. Like you're dressing like Hot Topic still. You, can, you I think it needs to change. Even gotta, Matt Hardy changed it a little. They gotta, they gotta really figure the shit out. But fuck them, fuck the whole shit. Um, now we get into the real good shit. Um, so now you got back to tag team turmoil. Do they beat Ali and Mansoor with you know that was a good match? But then what would you expect from these two? I wish. Yeah, you have to actually get behind some of these up and coming talents. That's yeah. the thing. The good thing about the New Day is they're kind of like Teflon. So yeah. maybe should they have gone through that much? I don't know. But maybe they they went through that because they're the only teams realistically out of all these teams who should be able to fight Bobby Lashley and MVP on an even fucking plane. Um, Anyone that goes with the New Day, they bring to a new level and they get more eyes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, even if the New Day loses, when when they lose match, it doesn't matter. They make those teams. They solidified their legacy already and they're helping bring the other talent. They're really good at their jobs. Yep. Um, And then, you know, hey, listen, so then you had that. Then you have fucking Styles and Omos. They beat the New Day, rightfully yeah. so. That, that, that's the kind of team to beat them. Um, then after that, you have MVP and Styles. They go, excuse me, MVP and Lashley. They go against Styles and Omos. Um, MVP and Lashley go over. The Miami crowd is loving MVP. It's fucking, it was, Omos it was a really slamming good. Bobby Lash. At the end of it, yeah. great match, great finish. Everything is mm-hmm. looking good. We got Lashley and MVP next week for the Raw Tag Team titles. Um, Obviously, they're going to lose that match because Bobby Lashley is not losing the fucking Randy Orton title. Um, I like that was Because, like, here's the thing, though. Like, he may – maybe he does – he may – no, it's different. For example, like Roman Reigns and Finn Balor, right? They're do Finn Balor is just just a a, – he's just a bookmark until Lesnar – until Lesnar and Roman going in. Lashley is not waiting for Lesnar like Roman is. So you don't know if they might take off the title off of Lashley. Why would you why would I waste that on Randy? Why would Randy, you because of the rematch? Randy, no, Randy doesn't need it. And then to be honest with you, it's better to keep it on Bobby 
and have him lose to someone that can actually not only earn the title, but earn the rub of beating Bobby Lashley and maybe even create something out that. Randy don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be a yeah. total waste on Randy. You it see would, what I mean? Yeah, because Randy's been champion so many times, but I'm just saying. You know what would be interesting? Has- what? This would be interesting. Let me hear. Bobby beats the fuck out of Randy, right? Damn. And uses a lot of MMA while he does it. Oh, and then let okay. You see what I'm saying? Beats the shit out of him. Okay. Then eventually it comes around. Maybe he beats a few other people doing the same kind of shit. Okay. Eventually it comes around that Matt Riddle is like, yo, Randy, for you, I'm gonna win this title. Then he wins the actual title from Bobby. Then beats Bobby in the rubber match. Then you work a program with Randy and fucking um Riddle for the title. Riddle beats Randy. Like you could that could work. That yeah. could work. Who else could stop an MMA freak besides another MMA freak? And everyone who knows actual fighting, like, yeah, Bobby's a problem because he's big, strong, he lifts, yada, yada, yada. But we also all we all know people who are big, strong, and powerful who can still get choked out by somebody not that big and strong and powerful, yeah. but who is still big and strong and powerful. Yeah. It makes sense. I right. fuck with it. Yeah, it does. It's just, I, I think my whole thing is, like, because it's oh, so... Oh, and hard. Randy would have to lose against Riddle, too. Oh, yeah. And it wouldn't ruin. And the thing is, Randy is the type of person that could. It's almost like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels could lose like every WrestleMania, but still be so fucking over. It does like his his career won't be messed up. Exactly. And I think the thing is, is like how I'm looking at it is like, say, for example, with Roman, right? We're not guaranteed. Excuse me. We're guaranteed Roman versus Brock. We know that we're not. We're playing wishful thinking when we think Brock and Bobby will go against each other. So that's why I'm saying Bobby is more susceptible to losing his title compare uh what's is more susceptible to losing the title than roman is to finn balor right now you see what i'm saying no no, no absolutely I, I hear you but i don't think it's gonna be the right i don't think it's gonna happen but guess what wwe wwe had fucking goldberg beat bray wyatt for the championship as well so i've never it's we don't know you're right well let's not even talk about that but let's get into fucking smackdown Ooh. this is this is the shit. They start out with a with a with a tribute for 9-11, which was yeah. absolutely amazing. It made me um I was tearing up. It made me think about things a few different ways yeah. of, of how far we as Americans have allowed ourselves astray. Um, especially not only, you know, in the politics, but just allowing these politicians to kind of drive us down and not being able to pick it up. But we won't get into that. We're here to talk about wrestling, not the politics. But fucking remember, this is an American ass show. And we both believe in this fucking flag. In my household, if you came in right now, I have the United States flag. I have the New York State flag and there's a Puerto Rican flag. There you go. And yes, eventually we will get the goddamn red, black, and green as well. So now let's let's get into the wrestling. Now once I said great opening package with that. Um, everyone's shit in the USA. Then you have Roman Reigns come out. And I knew something was up with this because Roman was playing real babyface shit. And guess what? When he said, Yeah, acknowledge me. Yep. What did they I was do? Waited for it. He came out. WWE runs this city. And wasn't lying. Paul, who runs WWE? You, my tribal chief. Uh, no, 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 no. Wise man. Wise man, yep. Mm-hmm. You do, my tribal chief. 
New York's Madison Square Garden. Acknowledge you heard the boobs. Like it was too good to be true. And then dun 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 dun. And Lesnar came out like looking like fucking Trader Joe Farmer himself with his man bun, looking scarier than ever. Comes in there and just they acknowledged they acknowledged him. He went straight to Paul Heyman, grabbed that mic, and he said, like old times and shit like that. And then you hear Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar had me. I was like, oh shit, look at this fucking Paul, chameleon. Paul, but Paul. Bef- why didn't you tell them? Why didn't you tell Roman Reigns I was going to be at SummerSlam? Ooh. Yo, when I, I was like this, you- I was like this with my T. I was like, can I be honest with you? Let me let I'm I'm, I'm going to be completely upfront. Yeah, Justin was knocked out this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm watching SmackDown this morning. I'm yelling his name because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is this soap opera happening, and why am I so invested? Yeah. Like, this Brock's a mercenary. You don't know. Like, you told me, you don't know when you're going to see him. So when you hear him, you listen. When he speaks, you listen because you don't know. It's like, it's such a surprise. You don't know if he's really going to know. And and then it's amazing how fast that Paul Heyman was even to just chameleon back in that and just said, ladies and gentlemen. For 20 some years, I have yep. been the advocate for the reigning, defended, yada, yada, yada. It was amazing. That, yep. Ooh, I was hurt. that segment was amazing. I expected nothing less from WWE. And he, um, he went over with the fans real quick. It didn't matter if he was a fucking snake or not. He just went over because they, they like seeing Brock and Heyman together. But then Paul Brock, Heyman. he switched the script on him real fast. And that was a, the, 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 like I said, the whole thing was great. Yep. Um, after this, then you have wait, you know, he had the he was about to F5 him, remember, and all that shit. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You had the whole destruction. Um, and then Brock Lesnar ends up clearing the ring as Brock Lesnar Bro, does. Bro, that fucking double clothesline. I was like, geez, that was explosive. Brock Lesnar looks crazy, and I love how he's just doubled down on. I'm the lumberjack white guy who you all fear. Fucking Paul Bunyan over here. And consciously. No, wasn't Paul Bunyan black? Paul Bunyan? No, Paul Bunyan? Was Paul Bunyan black? In my tech? Who's the the black one? There was a black one. I just know Paul Bunyan was the fucking giant. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure Paul Bunyan was black, I think. Damn, I didn't know that. It's like all my life. I thought Jesus was white. I thought, yeah, I think I think Paul <laughs> Bunyan's, but oh, maybe no, maybe he is white. Actually, it looks like he's white. But there is one. There's like a character that that The Rock's gonna be playing. I forget his name. He's like a Paul Bunyan black version. But um, but yeah. So either way, Brock Lesnar comes and does Brock Lesnar things. At the end of it, you got fucking <laughs> Caleb Brax is just ambushing motherfuckers. Um, Everyone seems crazy. Paul Haber calls her out since she's a Jersey girl, shit like that. Sami Zayn. That, now, next, you got the whole Sami Zayn, Apollo Crews, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode versus yeah. Nakamura, Rick, Rick Boogs, Dominic, yeah. and Big E. To be honest with you, get Big E away from this. Get him away from it. He doesn't need to be around the comedy shit. I thought he, he was supposed to be on his own because he was going to get a big title push. And he just seems like he's doing New Day shit without the New Day. 
which is not what I wanted. But something yeah. I did like in that match is that subconsciously he's doing things for you to take him as a serious threat. The Otis came bank with Paul Heyman and shit like ha ha ha. That, ha. Like, yeah. No, to me that is a little bit more comedic and it's like it's a little like you know it's like okay, I, but I would expect it of you, so I I give him that. But yeah, but the, that's but, him. It's it's not it's which, not as which bad I'm as, yeah which I'm cool with. But like in the match, he did something that made me like oh okay, he's supposed to be the star out of this group. Otis came over. And Otis was lambasted over there talking shit to somebody. Big E gets comes into the ring and is like, fuck going on. And I was like, okay. Cause that's something the the big bad single star would do some so it's like he subconsciously he's doing some things that he needs to be doing. You just gotta get him away from this dreck, get him into a meaningful program that will keep our eyes on that program and subconsciously make us forget about the MI, the money in the bank briefcase. And then, but I guess you'll do that closer to when you need him to cash in. Yeah, but he needs to get away from these triple tag teams. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, got, yeah, get away from the Drek. At first, can, can, can we say something else too? Yeah. It sucks right now because the Bloodline has the championships. But Otis and Chad Gable mm-hmm. need the tag team championships. Or they're getting lost in the sauce, bro. It's fucking terrible. Or you got to give Chad Gable a championship, but but basically make it that the only reason he keeps winning the matches is kind of because of Otis. But you gotta you 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 have to put something because those guys are something Otis or you 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 make Otis a guy because Otis looks like a problem. He a demands problem. respect. Like when he's in the ring, when I saw, I was excited. I wanted to see uh, Bugs and uh, fucking Otis do some collegiate. They didn't do it. I was looking, oh shit, because they're both collegiate wrestlers. You know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted more wrestling, but from yeah, the- and they didn't. It was, you know, it was just, you know, Otis smashing and passing his opponents. You know what I mean? But it was cool. Need, that- they got, they got to make Otis. They got to make Otis a player. But regardless, yeah. Biggie, Blues, Nakamura, Ray, and Dominic, they won in about ten minutes. So now. Yeah. You know, Biggie then did the interview afterwards. It was good. It was, whatever. Now we get into some shit. That Wasn't that where Trey Young was at though? That was the Trey Young shit. Remember? Yeah, Trey that was when Trey Young came out because of Sami Zayn and shit, and he interfered and he got kicked out. That shit's hilarious. But Sami Zayn is not fucking Excuse respected me. as he should be. He was like this, man. I have a surprise for you. You may remember him. It was Ooh, hilarious. And then he know he that psychology. It, it's so underutilized now. That like someone like Sam uh, Sammy Zayn has it. It's almost like uh, like Corbin, right? Uh, Happy. Corbin. It's a reason. There's a reason yeah. why they chose Sammy Zayn and not anyone else to to bring him out. Yeah. Um. So no, I definitely agree with you. And let me tell you this: if WWE isn't watching, and they didn't know that, okay, Becky Lynch, you got something with Becky, but if you don't see after in Madison Square Garden the way that Bianca Belair commanded those 14,000 people, you've lost your fucking mind. They loved and they ate everything Bianca Belair gave them on a silver fucking platter as they should have. Sign it. Sign it. Sign it. And then boom, sign it. Everything about Bianca Belair is fucking amazing. Yo, not for nothing, Montez. Montez? Yeah. Good for you, bud. You get your roses for pulling that. Congratulations. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Because she could have anybody. But she chose you. She chose you. <laughs> Dude, she's the qu- she's the who queen knows? lioness. She decided who she was smacking yeah. up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but Becky that was a- 
Becky as a, I told you I like Becky as a heel. I'm starting to understand why they went slow mo with it, but I still don't agree with that. I think you should have waited a little bit and did something down the line. You can capitalize on you possibly getting money with her as the baby face, but to call a spade a spade, it's looking hilarious, especially her wearing her husband's fucking minks. Yeah. Because he wore those minks. Yep. That's what makes it so, because he's a heel. It's hilarious. And hilarious. this big old sunglasses, because she's not a big woman. So these fucking sunglasses. She wore his outfit. Yeah. She wore his shit. She was just like, Oh, she went in the closet and she was go like, she went like, hey, Seth. Oh, excuse me. Kobe. Kobe. Can I use this? <laughs> How about the thing is, I agree with you, though. I think it would have not down the line as much as you would have liked, but I'm saying down the line, give it at least one more week of like us questioning it. Wait, wait is she really being a heel? Like making you think, right? Because it went from just like she went face to face at SummerSlam, took the title. The next week, she's like, "You guys wanted me back, nah," and walks out. One more week of that to solidify. Oh, she's a heel. Would have been perfect. She should have came back as a baby face. She should have came back as a baby face. Been a baby face for a little bit, and then out of nowhere, just say, "You know what?" You people suck, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Then she should have did it, but she not not. I I, I don't agree with that what they did, but now that they're here, it was like obviously I got to go with it, and it's not too bad. They, what they, happens they, with they Sasha Banks sure. now? Then what's happening no. with her? Did she get injured? Is it COVID? What the fuck happened? I don't, I don't know what's going. I tried looking, I, but she's posting on social media and shit, doing splits. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe maybe she decided to get the vaccine because she has to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And, and and don't even get me started on these fucking vaccine, man. Like the whole shit is bullshit. Um, you know. All right, so you um, you got the you got the jab. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm it, I'm fine now. It's whatever. I got to get my second um, shot. And first of all, before we go, we're not anti-vax. We're not vax. You're like, do what the fuck you want. We don't exactly. care. That's the thing, and that's what it ties into Sasha Banks. If she believes certain things, who gives a fuck? It's on her own. It's it's on her own time. If Just she doesn't let, want, like, let her live her life. Let whatever's gonna happen happen. Like, I don't personally. I don't care. What I, it, exactly. You know, I got people come over my house who are unvaccinated. You think I give a shit? Yeah, no one gives a fuck. We hang out. We eat. We laugh, we joke, and then we leave yeah. like it was pre-COVID times. Because I yeah. like some kind of fucking normalcy. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking and, of a and f- WWE really caring. You see that fucking whole audience, MSG? No, those motherfuckers have their mask on. Who cares? Well, they also, but then they had to show proof of vaccine. Don't, we're not going to get into the science of this fucking nonsense. Bro. Because um, a lot of it's bullshit. I know oh, a guy. Right. <laughs> I know a guy, too. Everybody knows a guy. Yeah. But, yo, let me tell you this. Yo. Seth Rollins. And Edge. I don't know if it was the commercial breaks that did it, but them going that long on SmackDown was warranted. Great match. Great ending of showing that Edge could possibly be paralyzed. And Seth Rollins like, I don't know. How do you feel what I did? I wish he would have played it up a little bit more psycho because what he... What I got from this from this match, right? Shell shit. He seemed shell shit. I don't... He kept saying, I don't know. I liked it. It was like... I, don't, I, I, don't. I wish he would have played it up more as like a serial killer getting his first kill. I wish he would. I wish he would have been a little bit more like, huh, like I, I did it. Yeah, but uh, he already had that kind of shit with Rey Mysterio true. when his fucking eyeball came out. You know what I mean? And he was throwing up. So don't start. Don't don't start with me on the fucking eyeball shit. <laughs> Yo, look. This is what it looked like. Ah, uh, uh. 
Oh, but guess who's using both of his eyeballs currently? Ray fucking Mysterio. Oh, he had a full recovery. Yeah, they surgery put that surgery put that fuck shit back in. Idiots. But the Seth and but the Seth and Edge match, that shit felt like it could have been a WrestleMania match. It it felt like SummerSlam 2.0. It, it was better than I think SummerSlam, in my opinion. Definitely better. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the story was definitely better. But then I guess you had to have the SummerSlam match to have this match the way mm-hmm. it's telling their story. So no disrespect. I'm not even mad But when's it. the last time you saw a match of that caliber on SmackDown or Raw? It's been a little bit. In a little bit. SmackDown and Raw are just f- precursors for the pay-per-view now. Which are real with actual matches happen. Um, yeah. But speaking of speaking of shit, so you know, obviously Joe Edge going loaded into the ambulance. And then what we get was fucking, you get this great segment. Eventually it culminates, culminates to Roman Reigns asking Paul Heyman. Why didn't you tell me Brock was going to be at SummerSlam? Yep. And then you got fucking Paul Heyman like, oh, I don't know my tribal chief. Now, here's the thing. Are they playing Brock still? Because they know the camera's obviously there. Are they... Is Paul Heyman really with Brock? I don't know. This is a hilarious soap opera that I'm really too much invested in. And then, what do we get next? You get the Usos going against the Street Profits in the main event. That was a great match. Oh, my God. Great match. I just wish that fucking Dawkins would lift. So I wish he had more muscle definition. Or I wish that they actually, since he doesn't, doesn't, I wish they would speak about more of his amateur wrestling background. Like he's an he he's he's also another one of those guys that you fuck around in there with and he'll fucking have you hemmed up. I have a complaint about Dawkins and the Usos, and this is my complaint. I'm tired oh, the of Usos tag- too. Yeah, the Usos. I'm tired of tag teams, or I'm tired of modern wrestlers wearing joggers or and one shorts and Air Force Ones. I I I miss it's it, like you know how I'd say it's lazy booking. It's it's lazy wardrobe in my opinion. Mm. You, you it's I would take like. Montez, I take a little more. I take them both serious, but Montez, I take a little more serious because they look like tights and shit like that. You know, it was cool. He lost his shoe, but he looks like a professional wrestler. You have my. It's like remember when when they had uh true uh, uh crime time where it was like the most racist thing ever where they had these two black dudes in teams. What about and- what about John Cena? I hated it. Jorts. I hated that shit. I wanted him to turn heel so bad, change his outfit. Remember, we had those little spandex shit. I would have preferred him in. I don't need him in the the like the like the rock shit or like Brock Lesnar was like the teeny ones. But I would be cool with like the Chad Gable type shit where it gets cut First right all, there. There was a point in time where the Rock and Triple H were like in competition of who can wear the skimpiest fucking tights. I was like, Jesus! Like but if you watch the Undertaker and fucking Triple H's. First WrestleMania match, I think at WrestleMania 17, you're just like Triple H. Could you not buy bigger tights, or did you get too big? Yeah, I'm confused. And but that's what I'm saying. We don't need that. But you you could have something almost like you know like how uh, Goldberg does, where it's kind of it looks like the Valley Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, I'm cool style. with that. But with the tag, like um, even. I, I like, for example, I preferred Bobby Lashley when he had like those Valley Two ones, but now I can see the the trunks are cool what he has. But, um, oh, you mean like the long pants he wears? Yeah, they're cool, but I like the original one because it shows what a fucking savage he is. But right, right, right. But with the Usos, yo, get some tights, and then you know, fucking Montez and them, they need to, you know, get real ring attire. I would take you seriously if you did that. I, 
Because even look, look at the My, New Day. They their thing is fun and partying, but then they should pay tribute to like wrestlers before with their outfits. It's fucking cool. Even why can't they don't need to do that? Here's but the New Day used to be kind of the joke, but you took them seriously because of their work, and then their outfits told the story. You may well, hate I, on Kenny Omega from AEW, but his outfits tell a fucking story. I'm gonna skip over that, um, Kenny Olivier. <laughs> Fuck you! I sent, I already sent you. I sent you something this morning. Is that? Yeah, you I know you did. The first thing I wake up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Listen, he listen. I go to sleep. Things. Listen, I go to sleep every night next to a man. I wake up every night next to a man. And the shit I sent you was way too gay for me. So <laughs> now, that's what I'm saying about outfits. Yeah, I got you. Um, and I agree with you. But the thing is, I guess Dawkins doesn't really have that much kind of muscle definition to actually kind of gives me put them up. But then I wish they would kind of build him as the as the bad as that he legitimately is. Like Dawkins could like Dawkins the one out of them that will fuck you up. Um, but they don't really talk about that. But then what happens is you have the tribal chief come out. And the tribal chief chokes out Montez Ford. And then after that, the Usos beat the shit out of Dawkins. The tribal chief then tells fucking Brock Lesnar, when I'm done with Finn Balor, your bitch ass is mine. But here's where they WWE fucked up. Finn Balor comes out as a demon just to have a stare down. He doesn't even, he doesn't beat up anybody, but I guess he couldn't, they, they, the Usos them couldn't get beat up because they got beat up earlier by Brock. You see what I'm saying? But why, once again, you're just wasting Finn Balor. You're wasting him. The problem with it I had to, and the whole fucking thing was cool with Finn Balor, right? The demon. Like, it oh, wasn't, shit. but okay. It was cool to me until, <sighs> until he got in that ring. And you saw how small he looked compared to Roman Reigns. It became comical. He had all this shit on. And then all of a sudden, he comes. And then it's like, he's here. Roman's he's like, boop. It's... He gave me... He, first of all, when he was doing it in the whole outfit, I was like, is he like the boogeyman right yes. now? I'm like, oh, oh, I was waiting for worms to come out or some shit. And then I'm thinking, why is he giving a tribute to the boogeyman? Did the boogeyman do something in Madison Square Garden that I'm unaware of? But he always did the demon. He had this alter ego before. He had Yeah, it. no, but I'm talking about, but it just gave me the way he did it this time. The Oh, like the, yeah. It's like, don't, the boogeyman was already here. Gimmick and First of all, he's so short that I thought he was going to get lost and go the other way because the smoke went over. So I'm like, oh, I, I can't even see where the ring you is. You have to, like, like, Finn Balor has to have beat up some other people. Like, he just came out there and I just was like, so now the demon's going to get beat by Roman Reigns? Because when the demon came out, it wasn't as if Roman sold it like somebody would see The Undertaker or Bray Wyatt or even or Cactus Jack. Remember when Triple H sold it? Remember? He's like, you're going to be going against Cactus Jack. And they, I remember Bruce Pritchard talking about it. He's like, Triple H, if he would have just laughed, like it would have ruined the whole thing. But he took it seriously. Roman just, Roman just stood there like, but the Usos sold it. Yeah, no, no, but but the thing is, Roman looked at him kind of like, like, I'm about to smash you. And, and that's why it didn't work. Roman yes. didn't show no type of fear because the way he was saying, after I smashed Finn Balor or whatever, whatever, right? 
when he turned into the demon, he should have had some respect put on his name. Like, oh, shit, this isn't Finn. Oh, I pushed him to this level that I didn't respect him. Now he came out as the demon. But Roman didn't sell it like that. And that's why it just feels like a placeholder for Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And it's unfortunate for Finn Balor because you could have done so much with Finn. You could have done so much with his alter ego, the demon. But now you made it look look like a, a fucking moron coming out there being all of five foot nine against Roman six foot three, and then Roman still not taking you seriously. The gimmick it, could have gotten over where the size didn't. To be honest with you, WWE honestly, not for nothing, Roman Reigns did the right thing. And what I'm saying is that I just had a segment in the beginning with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, the legitimate badass. Uh, I can't sell. I can't sell you. No offense, Finn. I can't sell you after I just sold that I'm going to have a legit fight with Brock Lesnar. No. I have to smash you convincingly. To be honest with you, Finn Balor right now is to Roman is what Kofi Kingston was to Bobby before his bout with fucking Goldberg. He is going to fuck the demon up. He's going to kill the demon. It's for the better of Roman. For the better of the picture of the WWE main event picture, but it's gonna fuck over Finn Balor because they didn't build him properly. Whereas if he lost, it'll he won't look so bad. But right now, it's looking terrible. You have to remember too. Last time I saw the demon, same shit, right? Got his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. Demon win against Brock Lesnar. The demon doesn't win. And this is another thing. Subconsciously, I think what's happening. Call me. Put your fucking tinfoil hat on. I think this is Vince's way of crushing the indie scene or anything else. Finn Balor is that last dude who is from in New Japan, made his way, and is on the main roster, and he's just gonna smash him. How they did remember how they did Sting at WrestleMania with Triple H and all them? Like, oh, this is WCW, this is your king, and they fucking made him look I don't know stupid. if it's I don't know if it's that or if it's more. That's why I said put like, your tinfoil cap on because True. You know, or it's just like ah, you like WW, like Vince doesn't know what to do with. He doesn't know what to do with. He doesn't know what to do with Finn. He doesn't know what to do with Finn. I think I think I think that's what the issue is. He has the but, Daniel Bryan syndrome. He doesn't like him because he's so small, but he's so over. And you can't do anything with them but pay him to keep him on the roster because you want to keep making this money. But you heard what Finn just said, though. He was like, "Yes, at this point in my career, I don't need WWE. I made my name already." I'm like, "Oh shit." Is he gonna is he gonna fucking jump ship now? He'll probably end up in not for nothing. Finn Balor is one of the only people that I think I would say should probably go to AEW because one, he'll fit. Two, I think, excuse me, I know Finn will protect himself in the like, sense of he's not gonna be out here doing the direct. I, I wouldn't expect Finn to be doing direct. He reminds me of Pac, or I, you know him as Neville. Yes, he has that vibe. Like, listen, I'm here to put a good show on. I'm not here for this goofy shit. That's why. Yes, that's why he left too. He left. Uh, Neville left WWE. He's like, yo, you're not using me the right way. Okay, I respect it too. I and respect what, what he did. He didn't just join WWE to be one of the boys. He, I mean, excuse me, my apologies. He didn't join AEW. He, look, that match he had. Say what you want about Kenny Omega. That was a fucking great match with with Pac. And then I watched it just now. I was impressed, but I it was it was whatever to me. But Pac, I think, showed out more than Andrade did. I just watched that, and Pac did his thing. I feel like Finn Balor would be a fit amongst the CM Punks, the Daniel Bryansons. Uh, is that Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Brian Balor Danielson, would fit. excuse me, Brian Danielson. He would, yeah, he would he would fit perfectly in there. 
Um, you know, and that's what I think he meant because he knows I can make a whole bunch of money elsewhere because I look young. I fuck and you know Tony Khan is up. fucking listening. He knows because Tony Khan has all the money to take that. And yeah, Tony Khan jerks off 40. the fucking Finn Balor. He's 40 years old, bro. He does not look 40. No, that's why he's like, Yeah, I can be fine. Bro, um, what child blood is he drinking? Who <laughs> that knows? Motherfucker he's ripped up, shredded up. Good for him, and his wife is gorgeous too. Good for Who's his wife. wife? Some reporter. <laughs> She's fucking gorgeous. I tell you that Jeez. much. She is a fine piece of that. <laughs> when I look at Finn Balor, I'm like, I'm not gay, but I didn't say I'm not that gay. Yeah. He's a beautiful man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's like uh what objectively Joe objectively speaking, you can't you you, you it, like legitimately like him and he doesn't even have to say in wrestling if he doesn't want to. He could easily transition to modeling if he wants to, or if he potentially acting who knows and what joe rogan said like about jason momoa he's like when he asked his wife what do you think uh is he your type and his wife says oh he's everyone's type finn balor is everyone's type he is yeah. like sasha banks that is everyone's type that is the like we said last time that is the male sasha banks sasha banks is a bad bitch Whew. well listen here people this has been yeah. one hell of a fucking episode we kept it to a fucking hour for and you people and one minute and one minute for you people we power through the dreck we fucking talk about some good substance shit this is going to be the fucking greatest episode so far that we fucking had i want to let you know something from the bottom of my heart aew you can go suck my dick because i think you fail at everything even the way you jumbled the fucking goddamn uh uh daniel bryan as well as the fucking um adam cole shit you jumbled that terribly but we'll get to y'all later <sighs> what well, well, you gonna say something about that defend them no man we're good we're good uh, but 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 god damn it on that note for your comments like always you are a whole hoe for that and that's all I have to say. You oh, know, deep down, deep down, you yeah. like the Hardly Boys. You like Kenny Olivier. You deep down, you want them to succeed. You know why? Not because, not because you're a Jim Cornette fan. You know, you know the Colt of Cornette, but you're a fan of pro wrestling, and you would like deep down, you would like some competition for WWE. Yeah, but the competition isn't going to come from the Hardly Boys. It's not going to come from Kenny Omega, who was a complete another joke that they want to put as the, as the fucking face of their company. This is the same man who basically was doing soft gay porn within the goddamn ring. And I was supposed to take him serious as a legitimate guy. At the end of the day, it didn't matter if Kenny, Omega, Kenny Olivier was a goddamn fucking black belt. If I saw him in the street, it'd be like, oh, I'm still talking shit. And if he attacked me, I would have that great equalized with an American on the Second Amendment right. I wouldn't give a goddamn. And we're going to easily put all that fucking throwing hands kicks to the goddamn street so if that is, is is that your king is that your champion because he is not mine you can there do that go. gay homo sh listen your wife does not appreciate the homoerotic shit known as fucking kenny olivier don't bring that into your household geo and you poison that you poison my wife because here's why now that we watch right. AEW, because you listen to cornet she's like us I don't like Chris Jericho. I can't watch anymore because of that guy, the the corny guy. Yeah, Cornette, yeah. I'm like, good. Ugh. good, yeah, good. Did you did you did you sew her 
the other shit that Kenny Olivier was doing, put his hands and other oh, men's asses. But now I watch match. I watch no, but I do watch AEW now. I, it's like it's like the Donda album. I I listen to it. I'm like I need to listen to this by myself because I can't be info. I need to hear it to see if it's actually good Kanye or it's just not good mm. Kanye. That's how I am with AEW. I'm like. Uh, which one am I gonna get? Which am I gonna get? Okay, first match is good. Okay, we're doing good, and then I'm let down. You know what's funny? What? <sighs> Didn't listen to the fucking Kanye album. I have, I'm listen. afraid to. Didn't listen to the Drake album. Don't give a shit. The only thing I'm waiting for is Kendrick FN Lamar. Yes. And with that said, peace, love, and chicken, people. I am Dean. That over there is Geo. This has been the No Sell Podcast, where we don't give a goddamn about anything, and we tell the truth, nothing but the truth, so help us God. Peace, love, and chicken, and please remember, goddamn speed search through all this terrible-ass wrestling. We are out!